Retargeting people with your Facebook ads is an insanely huge waste of your money. Facebook's algorithm actually retargets people for you for free. So why would you ever pay extra for it? For the last several years, the concept of needing to do retargeting on Facebook has been obsolete. But because the vast majority of people that teach Facebook ads actually have no idea how it works, it's still really, really common. Now that comes from a place in time where it was necessary because from 2010 to 2018, you had random distribution of your ads inside of an audience. But since 2018, Facebook has been doing it for you based on the merit of somebody's experience. And it's so much cheaper. And there's a lot of other reasons why every time you run retargeting, you're actually wasting a lot of money. So if you ask the random expert, if you should be doing retargeting, almost all of them will say yes, unless they've been listening to me. And the reason is because they say, well, you should have different messaging and all sorts of other things that are totally true from 2010 to 2018. That was five years ago. Technology has moved on. You're not accessing the internet on a dial up modem anymore. Facebook tech has evolved and you don't need to pay extra to actually do a lot of harm just to make your Facebook ad account look good while your business struggles as a result. So back in the day, we had to do retargeting because delivery on Facebook, who got shown your ads was fairly random. So you had to restrict the audience. And you had a lot of people that came from email and Google that tried to force a narrative and that every customer journey is unique and starts the first time they ever hear your brand. But that's absolute nonsense. Your customer journey is often decades long. You didn't buy shoes because of an ad. You bought shoes because you've been wearing them for 20, 30, 40 years. That just happened to be the ad that got you to take an action based off of interest you might have had for weeks or months to that point. What we really need to understand here is Facebook is showing the ads to people that want to see those ads. And very often your first touch is Facebook retargeting somebody that's in somebody else's funnel. So we have to remember Facebook is doing retargeting for us. And to anybody that says, well, that's not true. Is your frequency ever 1.0? No. So they're retargeting. It can't be over a one. So let's highlight the single most wasteful part of retargeting. It's more expensive and does a lot worse of a job at what you're actually trying to do. So remember, retargeting means you're focusing your ads on a much smaller group of people and the CPMs for that audience are a lot higher. So it costs a lot more money to reach far fewer people. Now you might say, well, these people are far further down the funnel and way more interested. Are they? What is the conversion rate of somebody inside a retargeting audience? Let's say it's massive and it's like 10%. That means you're paying extra to show your ads to a small group of people and 90% of them don't care. So you're paying a premium to make sure that the vast majority, 90% of the people that you're paying extra to don't want to buy. That doesn't make any sense. So we have to remember that not only is that audience more expensive, but the vast majority of those people have already made the decision to not buy. And that's really important. When we reach far more people for a far lower price and we let Facebook curate their journey based on their customer experience on the platform and how that person behaves wildly different than every other one, because Remember, no two people have the same customer journey. So the reason that you buy is very different than the reason that I buy, but very different reason than the person next to you buys. In fact, you can have 20 people buy the exact same thing and not a single person are gonna have the same journey. You can have a million people buy the same thing. 
and none of them are gonna have the exact same journey. This is another reason why attribution and ROAS are complete nonsense, because you can't control the customer journey. So if you can't control the customer journey, why are you paying extra to force people through a customer journey where the value of it is different for every single person? That doesn't make any sense. And if you're paying extra to do it, that's just a waste of money. And remember, Facebook's gonna show your ads to the people based on their experience with your ad. So let's wrap that point up with this. Broad targeting, age, gender, location is far cheaper than retargeting. And the vast majority of those impressions can actually either start or curate a customer towards an experience. Whereas the overwhelming vast majority of the people inside your retargeting audience are never gonna buy. In fact, they've already made the decision to not buy and you are spending a lot of money to give them a bad experience, which is ultimately making your prospecting more expensive because you've told Facebook you don't care about their user experience. You want to force impressions on the people based on the way that you think they want to see your message to get them to do something they already said they don't want to do. In no place in the real world does that make any sense. And in fact, the people that live their life trying to force people to do things they don't want to do in a way that costs them money and gives them a bad life experience, we call those people assholes. Don't be an asshole. Remember, Facebook is a machine learning algorithm with over a decade of data on every single person. If you think you need to pay extra for retargeting, you're wrong. And the person that told you that doesn't know how Facebook works. And their core competency, what they're good at, is probably email or search or tricking people into trusting them and selling them bad advice because they're not actually good enough at business to provide real value. So taking advantage of you is their business. And for the record, I've been using Broad to do retargeting for five years now. And it's helped me drive hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue. And there's really no budget so small that you shouldn't care about doing things properly. And somebody says, well, do I have enough budget to go broad? Let me ask you this. Is the amount of money that you're spending so small that you don't need it to work? So let's debunk three big retargeting myths. Number one, you need to show people different messages throughout the funnel. That's just patently false. Do you know why somebody objected? Do you know why somebody didn't buy? Do you know where they are in the funnel? The answer to that is no. And you can't possibly craft a message for every single person based on what you think a small group of people might do and expect that to work at scale. That makes no sense at all. Again, retargeting makes no sense if you put any amount of objective problem solving thinking into it. Again, retargeting makes no sense once you actually start to break down what those people that have no clue what they're talking about have taught you. Retargeting myth number two, people travel through your funnel. That's also a lie. There are plenty of people ready to buy that in your funnel are cold, but in their buying behavior, they're ready to literally spend money on the next person that meets their need. The point is you have no idea where somebody is in their customer journey. And if you treat every single person as though they are cold prospecting, you're going to miss on the vast majority of easy sales because you've decided I'm not going to take your money. I'm going to force you to go through all of these steps of my sales pit. I don't care about meeting your needs. I need you to communicate with me in the way that I determine works best for everyone, even though objectively speaking that makes no sense again retargeting doesn't make any sense and retargeting myth number three well it brings me a better ROAS does it bring you a lower CPA really if somebody's in your retargeting audience how much money have you paid to already show them ads 
audience. And you might say, well, my retargeting audience gets me a sale for $34 and my prospecting gets me a sale for 50. Sure, on the money you spent today versus the volume of conversions you got today. You have no idea how much it actually costs you to get that person to take a purchase. And is Facebook the only channel taking credit for that sale? In fact, when you break down retargeting, it has far lower incremental lift. What this means is you're actually getting way more channels to take credit for the same exact sale. Let's have a fun little thought experiment. Somebody gets shown your ad. They watch a few videos. Great, you then retarget them. The next day they see another ad. And this time, well, they're not in a rush, so they click on it and they check things out and like, okay, this is cool. They go to your website, love it. The day after that, they're like, oh man, there was that thing I wanna show somebody. They go to Google, they search it up, it comes up, they click on the ad, they go to the website. And they're like, all right, this is cool. They got the spin the wheel thing. I'm gonna save money because I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna probably buy it on Friday once I get paid, okay. So then they spin the wheel, they get the 15% off. Love that, by the way, love the spin the wheel discount, right? And now they get an email to get them to convert. So the next day, Friday, they open up that email, get that code, use it, go to the website, probably search if the link's not in the email, and then go to the webpage and buy something. Your retargeting ad is gonna get credit for the sale. And there's probably another retargeting ad that just got shown to somebody in that period of time. So if it's view attribution, it might be an ad that just randomly got served to that person that day. If it's click attribution, well, it's the ad that drove the person to the landing page a couple days ago, okay? But then also search is gonna take credit for it because somebody clicked on an ad. And of course, email is gonna get credit for it because somebody clicked on that. And of course, because there's a discount code, you're gonna attribute it to the sale. So did you make four sales? No? Did your finance department and fulfillment center only have one buyer? So who gets credit? Well, the honest answer is you're gonna say, well, everybody gets a little bit of credit, but no two people behave the same because I'm gonna ignore that email. I don't care. And three other people are gonna keep hitting the ad over and over again. And then 7,000 other people are gonna have a completely different version of that whole journey. Plus there's gonna be somebody else that sees the ad randomly, never clicks on it, just gets exposed to it and their friend is sitting next to him and says, oh, I bought that last week. You should really check it out. Your retargeting ads efficiency is a complete lie and you have no control over what happened, which means you can't take any action on how to improve upon it. And you can't say, well, this really worked. Let me spend more money there because you have no idea what actually happened. And what somebody did yesterday is no indication of what somebody's going to do tomorrow. So at the end of the day, your better ROAS or lower CPA is a non-actionable data point that has no bearing on future behavior and it's also a complete lie because attribution itself is a myth. Now, I know you've been loving this video and it's gonna change your life, but sadly YouTube only has a like button. So take a moment here and go ahead and smash it with enthusiasm and joy. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss any other content on this channel because what we're giving away for free here is better than what most real insecure white dudes who got lucky in 2018 running on a bull market that think they have any clue what they're talking about will sell for you for $10,000 or more. So what's the value of retargeting? Retargeting is stupid. Retargeting makes no sense. So with all that being said, when do I actually use retargeting? Because I do. Well, there are two extraordinarily valuable use cases that I use on almost every business that I work with, especially e-commerce. Number one is catalog ads. You might've come to my store. I might not have what you need for the offer that you've ultimately shown an interest in based on my ad. But I might also sell other things. And sometimes showing you my catalog is enough to get you to make a purchase because yeah, you might've shown an interest in that shoe, but really you're not quite sure if you're ready to make that pick right now. But man, these workout pants, they look comfortable. 
and it's five stars and it's five dollars cheaper than somebody else i'm gonna get a bundle i i'll just get that right now so maybe you clicked on an ad for my shoes because you're really interested on it but right now you're just not really in the market for it like you're thinking about it maybe you're there maybe you're not maybe you just went out to the mall and bought some but damn those leggings those are great i'm not interested in the shoes but i'll buy those great that's what a dpa ad does it brings the user through the entire store in a way where they don't have to navigate the website, but you're showing them the products that they want to see based on all of their customer journey on all websites. So a DPA is basically showing somebody the catalog. But remember, the order of that catalog is based on how somebody has experienced the internet and their buying behavior. So no two product catalogs are shown in the same order to the same person at any time. So no two catalogs exist in the exact same way. They're dynamic ads. Which means DPA ad that I see is dramatically different than the DPA ad that you see. So we as marketers and brand owners don't lose the sale just because our hero product doesn't exactly fit the need. And that also means that our hero product just needs to get somebody in the store. It doesn't need to be the number one thing that somebody wants to buy. Fun fact, Jordans do not represent nearly anything close to even half of the sales that Nike makes every year. The Corvette is not the biggest selling product at Chevy. The Big Mac is not the biggest selling item on the McDonald's menu. Just get you in the store. DPA will do the rest. Now, the other place that I love to use retargeting, and I do this all the time, is with a rebuttal upsell. Now, a rebuttal upsell means you weren't interested in that shoe. You weren't interested in whatever it happens to be. A rebuttal upsell means for whatever reason, you weren't interested in that offer. Now, maybe it's that shoe or that pen or that bag of protein shake or that eyeliner, those lashes, whatever it happens to be. What about buy two, get one free? What if I bundle it with four other things people really often buy together and now it's not a price issue. I'm overcoming your objection of value by offering you more in a way where if you frame it right, you might actually have the AOV of that purchase be more than the LTV of your average customer. So every time somebody buys it, your unit economics and your financial engineering of your customer journey improve. That's a good thing. Think about Ginsu Not. Think about literally every Guthy Ranker infomercial you've ever seen. But wait, there's more. And you can do it in your Facebook ads right now. And I'll show that to the people that have abandoned cart. I'll show that to the people that have been to my website. I'll show that to somebody in the funnel because now I have my primary business objective where I'm driving the highest volume of people through my customer journey that I know is valuable based on my hero products to get them into the store. Then I'm showing them the catalog of all the products to make sure, well, maybe that wasn't the thing you wanted, but here's a bunch of other stuff. And if the problem is value, I have a solution for that too. In a way where I'm going to make a higher profit on that transaction and improve my unit economics as a business. Now I've got three business objectives and I effectively can control the lever and the investment on any one of them. And now I'm an investment banker managing a highly controllable, extraordinarily simple marketing ecosystem. That actually does make sense. That actually does make millions. So let's cover one thing real quick before we get to the recap of why everybody says you should be doing retargeting. Well, it's simple. Two things, ego and ignorance. The ego of the marketer saying, well, if I drive a ROAS, then it means I'm valuable. The ego of the ad agency trying to keep your business so they can raise what you spend on the platform each month so that they can make more commission even though it's actually hurting your business because they don't care about you. That's like 80% of ad agencies or more. And ignorance. The unfortunate truth is we are generations of media buyers deep 
And the people that have been overworked, underpaid, and poorly trained by somebody that has no clue what they're doing. And a lot of these insecure alpha males that run a whole bunch of businesses because they got lucky signing clients that don't need them in a bull market and literally could have shown a picture of a brick and a million dollars. They're still the ones teaching what to do. And they're terrible. And they are objectively awful at their job. These assholes are costing people their careers, their dreams. And I'm out here to make sure that they don't do any more harm. All right, so we've hammered home a lot of things about what you shouldn't be doing, but let's talk about what you should be doing. How do we take action on this? Number one, use broad targeting. That's literally all you need. Number two, focus on your creatives to get the right type of attention and make sure your concept speaks to different types of individuals so that you can reach them wherever they happen to be in a customer journey, not your funnel. Meet the customer where they are instead of paying extra to force people down your funnel and making sure that you give the vast majority of people you talk to a really bad experience and then complaining when Facebook gets more and more expensive. Customer acquisition costs should go down. CPMs have gotten better. And anybody that tells you different doesn't know how Facebook works. If you you meet people where they are and show them things they want to see. Instead of forcing your message in a way that you've probably been taught by really insecure white dudes that have no idea what they're doing, that are trying to take credit for the success of clients that didn't need them and got successful in a bull market, that are giving you terrible advice because they're not actually good at doing their job, so selling you bad advice is how they're supplementing their income, you're going to outperform like 99% of the marketers in the space. And the honest truth is this has been the truth for like five years and still eight, nine, 99 out of 100 people still don't do it. So there's an arbitrage opportunity for you to continue to take advantage of the ignorance and the space. And when it works, you can share that with everybody else so that everyone can be successful. And honestly, there's plenty of money to go around and it's in our best interest to help people have the best experience on social. Otherwise, they're not going to be there. And that monochrome hoodie outfit sweatsuit wearing guy that's taking a cold shower and running a marathon before breakfast and brags about starving himself and how much money's in his bank account will continue to find another way to take advantage of people as they ruin opportunities for literally everybody while they put thousands of people out of work and make the rest of us struggle a lot more while they brag about how successful they are. All right, so let's recap. What are the five things you should walk away from this video knowing that are going to change the way that you approach Facebook and help you make way more money working a lot less and making a better experience for people around the world? Well, number one, Facebook's algorithm is doing retargeting for you for free anyway. Your frequency isn't one, it's been doing this for years. Number two, broad targeting is cheaper than retargeting and you're not spending the vast majority of your money trying to create harm to people that have already made the decision they're not interested. So you're not making prospecting more expensive. Number three, retargeting can actually be useful to show people your product catalogs and upsell them, giving them a better match for value. And that can improve your business unit economics on how you turn attention into revenue and create loyalty and improve your financial engineering landscape. And number four, marketers that insist you should be doing retargeting fall into one of two categories. Either A, they're pushing their ego over the needs of the client and the end user experience, which ultimately creates harm for everyone. Or B, they've learned from somebody that didn't know what they were talking about and they're perpetuating a problem through ignorance. And that's not a slight. That's why I'm here. I'm here to help you learn. Being ignorant is an opportunity. It's not an insult. It's only an insult if you take offense and then decide to double down on being part of the problem. 
instead of being part of the solution. Number five, make sure you have good ads with good creatives and good copy. Make sure the content you're putting on the platform is something your target market wants to see. And if you do that, your costs are gonna go down every year, not up. And anybody who says, well, Facebook just gets more and more expensive every year, that's a telltale sign. They have no idea what they're talking about and listening to them is only gonna create harm for your business. Now, I know a lot of this might be disruptive to the way that you've been thinking, and that's a good thing. If you have any questions, please go down below and ask them. And look down in the description. You're going to see links to join Disruptor School and sign up for the newsletter. And if you're interested in the Facebook Ads MBA program, there's a link for that too to learn way more information about it. Plus, if you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one to dive into your ad account, the back end of your business, to help you see the success that you deserve, unlearn all of this stuff that people who don't care about you and don't know what they're talking about have taught you in a way that's creating a lot of harm for your business, and we can reduce that stress and help you earn hours back and make way more money. Well, there's a link for that too, because I do consulting all the time. And with that being said, I know you could be literally anywhere on the internet right now, and you've chosen to be here, and for that, I'm thankful. Now, YouTube thinks you might like a couple of these videos. Don't forget to hit that button down there. And until next time, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.